BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I'm working with Freight Farms for this episode of the show to tell you about their mission to revolutionize local access to food. So they do this by designing and selling the leading hydroponic shipping container farm. Freight Farms is in the business of building farms, but not the type you're probably thinking of. In fact, their Greenery S container farm is actually a vertical farm. So picture walls of lettuce. They use innovative climate control technology paired with an app to simplify farming. This allows anyone in any climate to grow high quality, fresh produce on a consistent basis, leading to fewer food miles and less food waste. Freight Farms aims to make eating and growing local produce easier and more accessible, and it opens up a plant-based lifestyle to people in places where fresh produce couldn't typically be grown year-round. To learn more, all you have to do is visit FreightFarms.com. I'll be sure to link to their website in the show notes and blog posts for this episode. Hey, it's Monique reporting live from my parents' closet. (laughs) So it's funny because I'm in their closet because, of course, I think the sound quality is better. But this closet is a little too big, in my opinion, to really make me feel like the sound quality is going to be improved (laughs) because it is a hell of a lot bigger than my closet where I feel like I get the best sound. But you know what? The show must go on. We have to do the work. (laughs) So I'm here to do that. This is episode 155 of the Brown Vegan Podcast, and I'm here with a solo episode for y'all, and we're going to talk about vegan grocery shopping. In the last solo episode, I'll make sure that I link that below. We talked about vegan meal planning, so I thought it would just be natural for me to go into the grocery shopping part of it because, y'all, when I first started, it was very interesting. (laughs) It was overwhelming, actually to be a new vegan in the grocery store. And so I just want to share some tips on how to make that process a little, hopefully easier for you so that you don't feel as intimidated about that. I know when I first became vegan, I had no idea what to eat. And I know that's a struggle for a lot of people in the beginning. So well, let's talk about it. So I feel like a lot of the time in the grocery store was spent not being sure what to buy, looking at ingredients on the labels, And at that time, I was also obsessive about everything being organic. And y'all know my grocery bill was high as hell because I was so (laughs) stuck on that. And that's what I did. I spent a lot of time in the store. And I honestly think in those early days, it was more like an hour and a half, two hours in a grocery store, just trying to figure out what to buy, spending all that time looking at ingredients and, like I said, making sure that everything was organic. 
So to be vegan, all you're doing is omitting the animal products and the meat in our food, right? So I would suggest the first thing I have for you is to not overanalyze the ingredients, which is really easy to do. Instead, in the beginning, I think that you should just focus on making sure that you're skipping out on the products that have meat and animal byproducts. So eggs, steak, milk, things like that. Just making sure that you get the hang of those things instead of spending a lot of time obsessing over whether or not it's gluten-free, well, unless you have a health reason, or obsessing over if something contains oil or sugar and things like that. I think the beginning steps is to just make sure that you can do this without the animal products. And then if you want to build on that later, sure, you can definitely be gluten-free if you want to, or raw vegan, or whatever you want to do in the future. But I think the easiest way to get started so that you don't feel as overwhelmed is to just focus on whether or not something is vegan. So, of course, with vegans, the things that we enjoy eating and the things that we do eat a lot of, of course, is going to be fruit and vegetables and whole grains and beans and seeds and nuts and also dairy and meat replacements. So that's that makes up our diet as vegans. The next thing to think about is what a vegan meal looks like for you. For me... A vegan meal looks like a plant-based protein, so that can be tofu, that can be black beans, that can be vegan sausage, and then it can be the next part of that meal would be, you know, one or two vegetables and then some type of whole grain or some type of starch like rice or quinoa or pasta, things like that. So just thinking about what a vegan meal means to you is helpful. Honestly, I think you should just start with what are you eating now and figuring out how to make those things vegan. So, for instance, if you're someone who eats chicken nuggets right now, there are so many different options out there for vegan chicken nuggets. Of course, you can eat broccoli and cauliflower and, you know, whatever fruit you want to. All of those things, of course, are vegan. So just thinking about a different way of how your meal looks can take some time, but it's definitely worth the effort of figuring out what that looks like for you because then at that point, you're able to actually put meals together quickly and satisfying meals for yourself, you know? So another thing I want to touch on when it comes to vegan grocery shopping is the fact that you do not have to shop at Whole Foods or places like that. I know that (laughs) when I first went vegan, I thought that, you know, in order to be vegan, you had to be at those places. But these days, like 11 years later, you know, I've been a vegan for about 11 years. It's not the same at all. You can go to the most basic grocery store and find everything that you need or mostly everything that you need at those stores. So don't feel like you have to bust your budget by being vegan. Get what you can afford and get it where you can and make it work that way. And so for me, I typically do my grocery shopping at Wegmans and I like Publix, too. So I go to Publix and Wegmans that pretty much honestly Wegmans pretty much has everything that I need so I don't have to bounce back and forth to different grocery stores but I notice that some people what they'll do is they'll do their grocery shopping at like Walmart or Target or you know a budget grocery store maybe like Aldi and then they'll go to you know Whole Foods and other places like that to get the specialty ingredients that they don't find at their normal grocery store so do whatever works for your budget don't feel like you have to buy all organic (laughs) just buy what you can afford 
And you should check out the Environmental Working Group because they have a list of the produce that gets sprayed the most. And those are the recommendations for the ones that you should buy organic. Berries get sprayed a lot. So typically that's something that people would buy organic. Apples get sprayed a lot. But things like potatoes don't get sprayed as much. So if you want to buy those conventional and not organic, that would probably be better for your budget. So like I said, always, of course, do what works best for you in your situation. So as far as finding your recipes for your grocery shopping, I would suggest checking out Pinterest, YouTube, Instagram, blogs, cookbooks, so many different resources out there. So you can just start to look into those to see what options work best for you as far as recipes that you come across, things that will be easy for you things that you know that you already like to eat may be helpful. For instance, if you know that you like stir fry, you can make stir fry. And instead of using maybe chicken, you can use plant-based chicken or you can use mushrooms or vegan sausage, different things like that. And so just figure out a way to eat some of the things you already enjoy, but just make a vegan version of it. You know, you always want to make sure that you go into the grocery store with the plan and you want to make sure that you keep it simple. Don't feel like you have to be a gourmet chef. You know, you can make quick meals during the week and then save a lot of your experimenting for the weekends. If you want to make more elaborate meals, save that for the weekends. But just spend your days focusing your weeknights, focusing on those simple meals that you can actually cook and stretch out for a couple of days. And a perfect example would be like stews and soups and spaghetti things like that that you can just, you know, eat on for a couple of days and you're not cooking as much. Like I said, I actually shared some meal, more meal planning tips on episode 152. So make sure you check that out for more inspiration. Another tip that I have as far as grocery shopping is when you're actually in the store, there's a great app that's called Is It Vegan? I'll make sure the link to it. And with this app, what it does is you just use the like the scanner on your phone, you use that little scanner thing and scan the UPC code on the actual box and it will tell you whether or not something is vegan or not. That is super helpful and time saving so that you don't have to spend a whole bunch of time looking at ingredients. You can just scan those things. But I also want to give you some tips for like rule of thumb to think about when you are grocery shopping. A lot of companies now have the V, the vegan V label on their boxes. So you'll know whether or not something is vegan. I also want you to make sure that you don't fall into the plant-based trap because I've seen products out there that say that they're plant-based and a lot of us will think, okay, so it's probably vegan, but no. I think the company is called Tatted Chef. A lot of their products have the plant-based label on the front, but if you flip it on the back, it actually is not because it contains dairy. So you just have to be careful on that. Being Showing on the front of the cover that it's plant-based is not enough information. You know, the front is usually advertising and then the back is where all the facts are. So you definitely want to make sure that you flip it over and take a look and make sure that things are actually vegan and not just saying that they're plant-based and they're not vegan. Another thing you want to do is use food allergies to your advantage. So because I think, what is it, the top eight or nine food allergies to look for, most common food allergies for Americans, milk is one of them. So a lot of times right underneath the ingredient list or the nutritional facts, it'll have contains milk, contains wheat, things like that. So you'll know whether or not something is vegan or not. For me, 
if something is produced on the same machinery as milk products, I will still purchase it as long as it's not milk in the actual ingredient list. So you'll see that a lot. It'll say it's it's used on the same machinery as something that contains milk. I'm not concerned about that. Personal preference, if you are concerned about that. Unfortunately, a lot of the products that have their own machinery and manufacturers that have that is usually more expensive. So they use, they have to use what they can in order to, you know, keep the price down and to ensure that things are vegan. So, yeah, just do what works best for you. I'm going to always tell you that. I know I say that a lot because it's truly what it, you have. This lifestyle is what you make it. You know, don't feel like don't make it too complicated for yourself if you can do that, if you can try to do that, because I know sometimes, like I said in the beginning, it feels overwhelming. A few ingredients that you can look for on the labels that are typically not vegan. Some examples would be lactose, whey, casein, and gelatin. And the gelatin is usually contained in like, you know, jello or candy, things like that. So those are some of the common ingredients that you'll see on an ingredient list that are not vegan. So you know to avoid those. So let's quickly talk about some ways to cut down on overwhelm and to also save a little time in a grocery store. When I used to go grocery shopping back in the day, I would always write my list based on the section of the store because that would save me so much time. So for instance, I knew that the tofu would be in the produce department typically. And of course, I'll get all my produce from there. And sometimes the vegan cheese would be in there. So I would bunch all of those together on the list. And then when it came to like my pasta, I would put all my pasta ingredients together and then my seasoning ingredients together. Because when I'm in the same aisle, I can just knock all those items out instead of kind of standing there crossing things out and trying to figure out what's next. That saved me a lot of time. I also used to go to the grocery store early, 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 like 6 or 7 a.m. on a Saturday, or I would go late night during the middle of the week. And that saved me a lot of time because I wasn't as overwhelmed with the crowd, you know, having a whole bunch of people around you and you already don't know what you're doing. It just makes it more complicated. So I noticed that when I went to the grocery store during those times, it made me feel less anxious and I was able to get the job done faster. Also, I have to say that in the beginning, it feels really overwhelming because you're trying to figure out what's vegan and what's not. But once you figure out what is, it will save you so much time. So, for instance, when you know the vegan pasta, the pasta that you like to get, a lot of the dry pasta in a grocery store is already vegan naturally. Right. So you already know that is and it's going to save you time getting your sp- your spaghetti or your lasagna noodles and things like that, because you already know from researching that first time that those things are vegan. So establishing some go-to ingredients will save you time. And of course, buying as many ingredients as close to the plant will help you determine what's vegan or not. Because if you're buying a lot of fresh produce and things like that, then you know that those things are vegan already. So just spending more time in the produce department will save you some time in the long run because then you're not Worried about looking at labels and things like that because you know that that broccoli or that spinach or those apples are already vegan. The final tip that I have for you is if all else fails and you don't feel like grocery shopping and you don't feel like meal planning, you can always use a delivery service like Purple Carrot or Green Chef. And so what they do is they do the meal planning, grocery shopping and shipping everything to your door for you so you don't even have to think about it. So that's a way to save some time and money if you are feeling still feeling overwhelmed after I gave you all of these tips. 
So, yes, y'all, you know, when I get excited, I talk fast. So I hope I wasn't talking too fast in this episode. I hope these tips were helpful. Let me know on social media which tip resonated the most with you or leave a comment, a review of the show. So if you go to iTunes and you go to, of course, you're listening to me probably on iTunes, maybe. I always say iTunes, but it's actually Apple Podcasts now. If you're listening to the show on Apple Podcasts, all you have to do is tap to follow the show. There's like a little plus sign on the top left-hand corner. Excuse me, right-hand corner. There's a little plus sign. You tap on that, and then you can scroll down and rate the podcast five stars and leave a review. Let me know which tip from this episode for this episode or the meal planning episode resonated with you the most. Leave a review of the show if you are enjoying it. And yes, those are the tips for you. I will, of course, will be back next week with another conversation. If you guys have any suggestions for future solo episodes, let me know. I'll be happy to do those. And yeah, so time for me to get out the closet (laughs) and have an amazing day. Thank you so, so much for listening to the show. Holla at you later. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc